0: Share Care, helping you. Get younger, get guidance, get better care, get smart, get fit. Radio MD presents Share Care Radio with Daria Long Gillespie, MD. Hi, and welcome to ShareCare Radio. It is Dr. Daria. So glad to have you joining us today. Remember, if you miss any of our segments today, go to RadioMD.com and go to ShareCare Radio or go to ShareCare.com backslash RadioMD. You can stream, you can download all of our segments, and you can subscribe to our podcast. So for our Ask Dr. Daria segment this week, we're going to be focusing on food allergies. We tend to get a lot of these, and a lot of parents and uh, general listeners worry about them often when people go back to school, worried about what they're going to be eating at school and you may be exposed to other things that cause new allergies so let's answer some questions about that again you can find all of this information on sharecare.com if you miss any of it our first question was is there a difference between a food allergy and a food intolerance and yes very two different things with different causes even a food allergy literally the body recognizes some protein in that food for some reason the body sees it as an invader and thinks that it has to attack that invader, and that's what causes the allergy symptoms. You effectively get an immune system reaction, the same way you do when your body has a reaction to the cold or the flu or an infection. And so the symptoms of that can really be widely varied. They can be mild. They can be range up to very severe and even life-threatening. They usually start pretty shortly after eating, and so they can range from skin symptoms... Things like hives, eczema, other rashes, mouth symptoms around swelling of the mouth, lips, and swelling of the throat. Some may have stomach-related symptoms like cramps, vomiting, diarrhea. And then what we really worry about are breathing symptoms, wheezing, and again, more of that swelling of the mouth, tongues, and lips, and circulation problems such as become pale, lightheaded, and even blackout. So if somebody has two or more of the systems affected, they have what we call anaphylaxis, which is the most severe and life-threatening form of allergies. Now what can cause food allergies? Any food can cause an allergy, but about 90% of food allergies are due to six the most common groups. Those are cow's milk, eggs, peanuts, tree nuts, soy and wheat. Also fish and shellfish can cause an allergy. The most likely to cause a severe reaction are peanuts, tree nuts, and even seafood now let's contrast that to a food intolerance now food intolerance does not come from your immune system that recognizes something as bad and has to go attack it a food intolerance typically means that for some reason your body's not able to digest a certain uh, protein or certain food symptoms from that usually are diarrhea and cramping and a good example of that is lactose intolerance so the body's just unable to digest lactose so you get those symptoms I hope that help explains it. I know it helps explain. I know sometimes it can be confusing the two differences between food allergies and food intolerance. Now, our next one was from a parent, and they said, can my child outgrow food allergies? Now, yes, food allergies are often outgrown, but if they can, it's going to depend on your child in general and also on the source and what is the cause of that allergy. So it's estimated that about 80 to 90% of allergies due to egg, milk, wheat, and soy are outgrown by age five. So if your child's allergic to one of those things, there's a very good chance that they will outgrow it peanut and tree allergies on the other tree nut allergies on the other hand frequently persist more and according to the American Academy of Pediatrics only about 1 in 5 children will outgrow a peanut allergy and even fewer will outgrow nuts or seafood allergy so if your child is allergic to one of those that are less likely to outgrow it's even more important that early on you get them involved speak to your pediatrician recommendations for allergists know the therapies know what you need to do if your child does get exposed to them our next one again about children is how can I find out if my baby has a food allergy now food allergies again occur when the body recognizes something as harmful and reacts to it and it usually occurs shortly after it's eaten again the symptoms can be skin those hives breathing like sneezing and wheezing stomach nausea vomiting and diarrhea they may heal feel- pale and the severe life-threatening anaphylaxis if your child is having any of those symptoms to a food after they have eaten it it's very important to talk to your pediatrician to see and even some breastfed infants can have allergies to food that the mother is eating so again if your child has any of those symptoms keep a journal write down when they had them and what they may have eaten beforehand or what a breastfed breastfeeding mother ate beforehand to talk to your pediatrician now our next question was how are food allergies diagnosed and it can depend because they can as you can imagine some foods food types can be in so many different food products it can be very challenging to diagnose a food allergy at times so it's very important that a food journal is really a mainstay of that so for one food diary write down everything that somebody eats and then look at how their symptoms are that's especially important with something like a food Intolerance, food allergies, the one good thing is that they often occur within short um, within a short time after eating the food. So you can often know if you have the food allergy symptoms, look back at what you just ate. But again, food diary, write down what you ate and what reaction you had to it. You also try an elimination diet. Now elimination diets are better in adults, harder in children. Harder in infants and children for one because it's hard to make sure they're getting the exact nutrients when you take out a class of food and also because they're less likely to be compliant. They don't know why you're not letting them eat that. But an elimination diet can be useful if somebody has mild symptoms and is still trying to figure out what the cause of their allergy is or their food intolerance. Getting more specific are tests like skin tests. Now those will test a variety of different food extracts and other allergens on the skin. They'll make very tiny injections with small proteins from each of those and see if your body reacts to them. It's not enough to cause a severe reaction, just enough to see if there's a little bit of a skin reaction to be able to tell. Now skin tests are not perfect, um, but they are a good alternative. And then lastly, there's a blood test that tests for IgE, which is an antibody often involved in allergies. Now, if sometimes if a child has a rash due to an allergy, or if he or she cannot be taken off a certain medication that would interfere with skin testing, they will do a blood test. Um, and But again, if in doubt, talk to your pediatrician. Look at all the symptoms they're having. Your pediatrician may recommend that you follow up with an allergist, or if you're an adult, talk to your internist. They also may recommend that you follow up with an allergist to get a handle on what is causing your allergies, because they are things that, if you know the cause, we can prevent by avoiding and you also know some good therapies when you do get exposed. Now, speaking of avoiding, our next listener had said, how can I eat out in restaurants if I have food allergies? This is something that is always so challenging, and it really depends on the type of allergy and the severity. There are some who it's just, they get an allergy because they actually ate the specific food and then that's easier to limit even though you have to make sure it's not in the food there are some basic including people with peanut allergies that can become alert and have an allergic reaction if somebody nearby them is eating peanuts so it really depends on how severe your allergy is i always suggest call uh, checking the menu beforehand and if it's a true if you really have a medical allergy call the restaurant beforehand if you really explain i do have a even potentially life-threatening medical allergy, most restaurants I find will be very amenable to that, really will do everything they can to make sure that you are safe because they don't want you to get sick in their restaurant as well. And if you do have severe reactions such as anaphylaxis, you wanna make sure that you're carrying epinephrine with you wherever you go. I always recommend that people have two at any given point, have one in your purse, your bag or your pocket, keep one in your car just so that it is on hand. Because if somebody does have an anaphylactic reaction, they don't have time to go fill that medication. They need it right then and there. Now, another one of our listeners said, is there a cure for food allergies? Now currently there is no cure and the mainstay of you know living with food allergies is kind of as a chronic condition and with avoidance of the food. Now there are some experimental therapies, but they're not currently being used widespread in humans. They are still in research. that includes immunotherapy so we talked about how food allergies are based on your body's immune system overreacting to something and interpreting something that's otherwise fine and harmless as harmful so that's why they're targeting immunotherapy so that can include processes such as giving the person that's allergic very small amounts of the food to which they're allergic, using engineered proteins to minimize activation of the immune system, or using bacteria to modify the immune system. Again, all of these are in research phases, and none have yet found a permanent safe cure for allergies, and you would never want to try any of them, even the desensitization, without the careful guidance and information from your doctor that's going to be all that we have time for today for our ask dr daria segments remember you can find all of these questions and answers at sharecare.com backslash dr daria and you can tweet us in the next within the next week at sharecare inc or at dr daria using the hashtag ShareCareRadio. you're listening to sharecare radio on radio md also available on sharecare at www.sharecare.com backslash radio md thanks for tuning in and stay well